0: Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media, I am Bob McGee. Today I am speaking with Bill McGinnis, President of Reebok Future. He has worked for the Canton Mass Company, a subsidiary of Adidas Group, since 1993 in a number of roles, including Managing Director of Advanced Concepts and Vice President of Running. He has been in his current post since March of 2015. Uh, Good morning, Bill. First, can you explain for our audience what future is at Reebok and how many work in the unit and what are your objectives?
1: Good morning, Bob. So the future team at Reebok was uh, was assembled two years ago. It's a team of twelve members, uh, and it's a it's a pretty good blend of designers, developers, engineers, CAD people, uh, all sort of mixed together. Uh, the objective of the future team is a little different than what we've gone after in the past. Uh, everything has been very final shoe focused previously. The objective of the future team is to focus on process, meaning new processes, uh, working with new outside companies in new places with brand new techniques. The idea being that if you fundamentally change the process of how you're making shoes, uh, you'll change the end result as well.
0: Fill us in about Liquid Factory and how it works. What does what does Reebok hope to accomplish with it, and will it work within all categories the company sells shoes in?
1: So Liquid Factory is really the the first output of the future team, and the idea of Liquid Factory was to look at the existing process and. Basically ask the question, what's wrong? When we looked at the process uh, for making shoes, we saw a process that had been around for roughly 30 years with not a lot of changes to it. Everything was still made in Asia overseas. Uh, Everything was still made with molds. Everything was still very labor intensive as well. So the idea of liquid factory was first and foremost to focus on the mold problem. Every shoe from every company on every shelf out there right now uses molds. Molds for the midsoles, molds for the outsoles, molds for bits in the upper as well. Molds require labor as well. Number one, molds are expensive and time consuming. It takes a couple months to, to carve them out and put them together. Then you need labor to uh, operate those molds, which means you have to make your shoes a good distance away to take advantage of inexpensive labor. So with One fell Swoop, we were trying to solve the problem with molds, and in doing that, uh, change where we make shoes and who we could make them with as well.
0: Okay, now tell us about liquid speed. You know, how many pairs, you know, I know you came came out with it last week. You know, how long did it take to develop, and uh, who are your partners, and where it's currently available?
1: So liquid speed is the first output of Liquid Factory, Uh, and what Liquid Factory does, in effect, is take the ideas of 3D printing, but solve the problems of 3D printing as well. So 3D printing is fantastic and it's it's definitely coming in the future, but right now it's way too expensive, it's way too slow, and it doesn't use the materials that are right for our industry. So liquid factory in the first output, liquid speed, we kind of get around that by teaching industrial robots, uh, the robots that you'd picture in your head when I say industrial robots like would work in an automotive factory, uh, and teach those robots how to act like 3D printers, but give them something new to work with. So instead of the powders that you see from traditional 3D printing, we have these these robots literally draw in three dimensions with a with a liquid urethane from BASF. So the robots from that come from a company called RAMP, R-A-M-P-F. Uh, they're out of Germany, but we work out of Detroit with them. And then ultimately, the uh, the liquid factory is going to be based in Lincoln, Rhode Island, where we'll partner with a company called AF Group and build a kind of half prototype lab and half factory there. Finally, the liquid speed. I know you asked about that as well. So this is the first launch. It'll be a 300 pair. Uh, launch that actually happened last week. Um, all the pairs were numbered individually as well. Those were on Reebok.com and FinishLine.com. I believe they uh, they sold out after the first day though.
0: And, and your next ones are not going to be available until sometime in 2017?
1: Yeah, we expect uh, early 2017 for the next uh, next version.
0: Well, uh, finally today, uh, Bill, you've seen much in the photo industry in your 20 plus years at Reebok and with Liquid Factory and other recent developments, including, you know, your parent Adidas' plan to open a U.S. Speed Factory in Cherokee County, Georgia in 2017 to produce 50,000 pairs of running shoes for the U.S. market. What's changing in terms of making footwear? I know you touched upon it earlier, but what's changing You know, uh, hugely here uh, in the whole category? Well,
1: it seems like people are going down routes of, of getting higher and higher tech in manufacturing, but that's kind of, kind of the, the secondary thing. What we're really trying to do is get a lot closer to the consumers. Uh, so currently, the beginning to the end of the process from the first brief to a shoe being on shelf can take up to 18 months. Uh, with how fast consumers, particularly younger consumers, are moving these days, that's too long. So the closer we can move our production and manufacturing and design to those consumers, the the better we can serve those consumers. So everything that we're doing with Liquid Factory, everything Adidas is doing with Speed Factory, and other things you're seeing in the industry are all fundamentally to get much, much closer and much more flexible in serving the needs of those consumers.
0: In our previous conversation about building these um, Liquid Factories, in, you know, for certain Continents, shoes for that country, uh, continent, is that likely to happen as well down the road? Yeah,
1: it's what we think of, and we didn't come up with the term, as local for local manufacturing, meaning made in U.S. for the U.S., made in Europe for Europe, and made in Asia for Asia. So the idea is, uh, is many more small, distributed, sort of rapid turnaround factories as opposed to the giant factories that uh, we're working in now.
0: Well, thank you for your time today, Bill. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.